You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay, and today we're talking about affiliate marketing. If you don't know anything about affiliate marketing, we cover that in today's episode, and we also cover affiliate marketing for those that know about affiliate marketing. I'm sure you'll learn a little something regardless of where on the affiliate marketing knowledge spectrum you fall. So I have a real expert talking with us today, Mr. Robert Glazier. He is the founding and managing director of Acceleration partner and author of Performance Partnerships, The Checkered Past, Changing Present, and Exciting Future of Affiliate Marketing. He's a real professional. He's been in affiliate marketing for a long time, and today he shares his secrets. I think you're really going to like this episode. But before we hop into that, make sure you go to theclicktechnique.com. You're listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast right now, so I know you're interested in what it takes to generate traffic and leads for your small business. Well, the click technique is the answer. It's where I give all of my secrets that we walk the traffic and leads online marketing clients through. It's the exact process. So hop out to theclicktechnique.com. There is a free crash course out there for you to benefit from. It's free. So get out there. Again, you're listening to this podcast. I know you're interested in generating traffic and leads. So just for an example, part of that, the Click Technique program is there's a free Facebook group where you can get support from other people going through the Click Technique. Sometimes my staff will hop out there and answer questions, but it's a real strong group of people going through this process in online marketing because it can be a longer process. You can struggle. You have a lot of mind trash. And so to be with people, that are doing the exact same thing and feeling the exact same things as you is a really powerful part of the click technique crash course. So hop out there. And one of the questions, just to give you guys an example, one of the questions that someone asked was for real results, do I need to purchase a landing page program like WP profit builders? And so we were able to answer this question for this gal. And the answer is there's a lot of really amazing programs out there. I prefer click funnels. I love it, but it's $99 a month. And that's a big nut to crack for some people who are just getting started. So what do I recommend? I recommend Thrive Themes. If you're on WordPress, Thrive Themes is $99 one-time fee and it gives you some amazing templates, analytics. It lets you do A-B testing. It lets you do pop-ups. It lets you do landing pages. It lets you do like every tool that you need for L in land in the click technique Thrive Themes will provide. So hop out, 99 bucks, one-time fee. You don't need all the fancy lead pages and and, uh, click funnels. You don't need those to start off with until you start making some money. Then maybe you'll upgrade because there's better features, but Thrive Themes is so awesome and it'll totally work. So those are the kind of questions that we're getting asked out there in the Click Technique private Facebook group. So make sure you go and join us. So before I go, let's go ahead and categorize today's interview about affiliate marketing under a letter in the click technique. I'm going to go ahead and have to say that it's under K, K for keep going. So part of the click technique is that you have to be extremely consistent in everything, in all of this online marketing thing, or it will not work. And affiliate marketing is part of what you can do after you do the CLIC part, you got to keep going. And part of that is affiliate marketing, sharing through affiliates, making those partnerships and building your tribe and people who follow you through affiliate marketing. So definitely follow 
falls under K for keep going. If you have questions on the click technique, again, you can find us at theclicktechnique.com. So let's hop into this wonderful interview with Mr. Robert Glacier. We sure appreciate having him on the show. Here we go. Hey, Robert, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. So glad you can be on today. How's it going? Good. Thanks, Lindsay. Excited to be here. Yeah. So as I mentioned in my intro, Robert is an affiliate marketing pro. So my first question is going to be, hey, Robert, tell those of us who don't know what affiliate marketing is, what is affiliate marketing? Sure. Uh, Yeah, it's a little confusing or misunderstood at times. I'd say at the 10,000 foot level, affiliate marketing is when a company and a marketing partner, often called an affiliate or a publisher, enter into a commission-based relationship that's paid for performance in nature. Uh, Often the terms used, CPA, cost per action. I like COD, uh, cash on delivery, sort of the same same term. And uh, almost every online business over a million dollars has an affiliate program. And in many ways, it's kind of a framework or a way to pay partners more than a channel itself because affiliates represent almost every conceivable form of online marketing activity from public companies to mommy bloggers to newspapers, magazine websites, uh, and on and on. So really, it's just entering a a performance-based partnership with a partner that has uh, an audience that would be good for whatever you're selling. Awesome. So how do we get started in affiliate marketing if we don't like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's get some partners on board. How do we go about doing that? Yeah. So there's two sides, right? So if you want to start, if you have uh, content and you're interested in monetizing through programs, you would go find the programs that a lot of times are housed on what's called affiliate networks. You'd sign up for the network, you join the program. And then you can start promoting those businesses and making a commission. If you're a merchant, as it's called, the inverse of that, you would need to get tracking software or find a network to set up your program. So this this will end up being sort of the escrow and the tracking and the bank and makes it a lot easier for people working with a lot of different partners than trying to manage these relationships yourselves with spreadsheets and checks and all that sort of stuff. So if you're a smaller business, you'd probably pick uh, working with an affiliate network. You would choose to uh, house your program there and you would make it available in the directory. Uh, to affiliates and publishers they're already on that network and then you could recruit people to your program and ask them to become an affiliate and there are some costs to you know getting that set up managing it but all of the payout and all the commission you would pay would only happen after you get whatever that desired action is, whether that's a lead or ideally a sale or something that is converted. Okay, so let's let's take it a step further. So I have an info product or I have a customer say that has an info product on how to start running your first marathon and it's a whole info product with videos and stuff like that. Can she actually go to one of these affiliate networks and find people willing to sell her product? Yeah, so she, I assume this is like a paid product and has a shopping cart uh-huh. and all that stuff. So yeah. yeah, she would join the affiliate program and and look, you can't like where care. would she go? Where what exactly? Where exactly? Which which would you so, recommend she goes? So there's large networks like Commission Junction, Linkshare, Affiliate Window. Um, then there's smaller networks in the U.S. like uh, Link Connector, Share Sale, Avant Link. So probably one of the smaller networks. Uh, if someone's just getting started, and not looking for or wants to keep the startup costs and ongoing costs lower. But then you know they should plan on doing a lot of the work themselves. Really, when affiliate program can become as a sort of scalable form of business business development. So as she's talking to people and they have a lifestyle fitness site and then they say, hey, would you do a deal with me? 
oh yeah, I'd love to do a deal. You know, $10 per sign up sounds great. Okay, so here's the link. You can join our program. And this is this is basically how it's run. It also gives a little bit of, again, it's sort of that escrow trust. It, to the publisher, it gives a little bit of um, extra security that there's someone in the middle who's tracking everything and making the payments uh, and sort of making good on it. Smaller and up and coming brands, we work with some large brands and, and the publishers will come to them. If you want to work with the Target program, um, you know, you'll go find Target, your publisher. Smaller brands need to look at this kind of as a scalable form of business development and that they just launching the program won't be enough. They will need to do recruiting. But as folks are reaching out to bloggers or influencers or otherwise and asking them to write a review or do a free product, that's a great time to say, or you can join our partner program or our affiliate program and we can, you know, we can have a commission-based relationship. Awesome. And so when you say that they have to be doing a lot of the work themselves, are you saying just like going out to this website and be like, hey, I have this program, like people are not going to come to me and be like, ooh, I will totally sell that, but I have to go out on the web and find particular bloggers and such to actually do this. Like it's basically back to the creating relationships in order for people to do things for you. It's not like any of these affiliate sites are just magical places where people will be willing to sell my products even if they get a $10 uh, commission, right? Well, the thing is, it's shelf space, right? So you can launch your program on a network, but there's 500 programs on a network and the people aren't in there every day looking for who's new. So, you know, you need to get their attention. The more of a brand you have, the more of the people that are coming and looking for you. But I find a lot of folks who are getting up and running, I mean, they are doing that legwork, right? They're out there trying to do sort of business development deals and one-off deals and landing pages. What the affiliate program does, it gives you a way to all pull that together in a cohesive, trackable way. You don't have to. Once you set up the program, anyone can join it and you can change the terms, but they can run under the same system. You don't have to do all these one-off relationships and and come up with something different every time. But, uh, you know, I would say if Field of Dreams was was a better movie than a business strategy, I think for any business that's looking to establish itself <laughs> out there, you you have, you got to market yourself. So, you got to market your program. Um, the larger brands just, you know, they have the benefit of people looking to affiliate with them. The more emerging brands have to reach out and let people know why, you know, they think they'd be a great partner. Awesome. So, um, what, what's your favorite smaller affiliate networking site? We've done a lot of work with share sale over the years at a lot of programs it's a great low cost no contract very low minimum way to to get started with an affiliate program and they have if you're going to manage it yourself they actually have a great like training series too to get you kind of up and running so i think that's always a good place to start and so is the shopping cart the shopping cart isn't through share sale so if i have a wordpress website i need to go find a plugin that will handle affiliates and then i basically tell share sale about that you need to have a shopping cart like you need to have an endpoint in which there is a purchase or a lead on your website and, uh-huh. then, and then you hook and again i'm getting beyond my pay grade here but you hook a pixel into that the pixel basically when there's a conversion when there's a sale or a lead it reports back which partner brought that lead so yeah you, you shouldn't launch an affiliate program and you should not launch an affiliate program i think right away you want to have some traction first and and have the right pricing i mean affiliates you're asking them to take a risk on your product and they don't want to yeah. like experiment with something that's been sold for five minutes particularly because a lot of those companies will end up changing the pricing but yeah you should not enter into this if you don't have a shopping cart or you don't have a way to buy your product online or if you're finance or leads. Some people will pay for leads. They'll say, look, $5 for a qualified inquiry form. You just have to watch that a lot more carefully. There can be more you know, fraud in that area. Interesting. So what does your company do? Your company, basically, they're like, hey, Robert, I want to start with affiliate thing. And then you'll take them and sign them up and make sure everything's set. Or 
what, tell me what your company does. Yeah. So we're, we're the leading independent performance marketing firm in the U.S. So we help launch and manage affiliate programs for fast growing brands. Uh, some of our clients include Target, Adidas, Jimboree, Reebok. Last year, our clients programs did over about a billion dollars in online revenue. So people come to us to either set up a program, take it over, run it, scale it, be their sort of in-source team or agency partner, or to clean up and give a reboot to programs that are struggling or have gone a little bit stale. It's similar to how if you have paid marketing or SEM, you need that managed. Some people can do it in-house. Some people uh, you know, look to an agency or a partner to help them with that. This is sort of a channel and you have the technical piece and, and the media and then you have the the management of it. And, and I can tell you that finding affiliate market talent, we struggle with it. It's really hard. So it tends to lend itself towards outsourcing because people really struggle to find experienced people. The industry has not trained enough people to, to keep up with demand. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about how affiliate marketing has evolved and what we can expect from affiliate marketing in the future since you are the pro at this? Sure. I I look at it in terms of three generations, and that's what I talk about in the book. So um, Gen 1 started in the late 1990s. It was kind of like the gold rush you had. And a lot of people, because of this, I think maybe at a company years ago, had an initially poor experience with affiliate marketing. And they say, now I don't want to do that. To me, that was much more about how the program was run. That's kind of like saying, I don't want to do marketing. So, well, what don't you like about it? Well, we dealt a billboard and it didn't work. Well, then mm-hmm. don't do a billboard. So, I, as I said before, like affiliate is used very generally. They probably were not happy with some of their partners. So, people rushed into affiliate programs. This was before online attribution. Um, a lot of the affiliates were smarter than the merchants and they were buying paid search and d- doing all kinds of stuff that probably earned them a commission, but probably wasn't super valuable for the merchant. Gen 2, uh, people started to get a little smarter, look at data, the advent of attribution distribution in online marketing, which is the awareness that a customer comes through three or four or five channels. And for each channel to claim credit means you're double paying or counting your marketing four or five times. So you need to start seeing which channels are, are, are driving incrementality and not. People started to look at their programs. They saw a lot of what's called last-in affiliates, coupons, maybe certain types of loyalty right at the end of the transaction, paying a lot of money maybe for customers that weren't new or were already in their shopping cart. And they started to move away and say, hey, this is not what we're looking for. So as we're entering the sort of next wave, I think a a lot of Gen 1 was don't ask, don't tell. Like, you don't, I'm I'm your affiliate, I'm your partner, but you don't have a right to know what I'm doing or ask what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, There weren't a lot of brands in e-commerce in the beginning. So as the brands have evolved, that is totally unacceptable uh, in today's marketplace. So the brands want more control of their program. In addition to networks, they are licensing technology and running their own in-house programs. They might call it like target partner program or something like that. And they want a lot more control and they want transparency and they want to know what their partners are doing. And that's really different, but that's sort of exciting because it starts to, again, become that scalable form of of business development. And they start looking at a lot of these deals that they're managing in-house kind of on a one-off basis. And they're saying, hey, I should really, you know, combine this with what I'm doing in my uh, in my affiliate program. It's really all the same thing. That makes sense. So you deal with a lot of really big companies. Do you think like a small company can can benefit a lot from affiliate marketing? Yeah, I think a uh, smart company, a sm- smart company, a smart, smart company can definitely benefit yeah. from affiliate marketing. A small company can benefit from affiliate marketing, but you need to have a certain type scale. We, we generally, look, you can start a program if you're really 
enterprising and want to use that as your business development and to scale that, you can do that from the beginning. And if you run it high quality, then you'll never have a problem. The problem is most people don't have a resource to manage their program and they sort of set it and forget it. And that's when they have problems. But generally- like What kind of problems? Can you be more specific? Yeah, they, 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 they're auto approving affiliates. They don't know who joined. People are breaking their terms and conditions. People are going out there and trying to find the customers that- uh, the client already has and then getting their affiliate link in there and get credit oh. for them. I could go out there and send a really spammy email and make it look like the brand and put an affiliate link in there. So you're you're licensing your brand when you're running an affiliate program. So you need to look at these partners carefully, work closely with them and un- understand what they're what they're doing. So we generally think that an affiliate program is probably best for someone who's doing a million to two in revenue online, has a proven business model, has some acquisition channel Again, you're, you're, you're going to people and asking them to take 100% sort of consignment risk on your product. So you're going to need to prove to them that it it's in demand and that people like it. If I'm a publisher and I can go promote Target and know that Target converts and I can make X percent all day long and do well, and you want me to put your product instead of one from Target and I'm going to take that risk, I, I need to know that I'm going to do well with your program. That makes sense. That makes sense. And then obviously it sounds like you're recommending, I mean, if you're doing a million to $2 million in online revenue, it's going to be worth it for you to hire a company like yourself to manage the affiliates because you're not even going to have time to do it anyway and you need to do it correctly. Yeah, you know, a social media manager, someone doing partner development could definitely double up and do it. But yeah, if, if you're going to make it one fifth of someone's job and they don't know what they're doing, <laughs> the combination of that uh, is is not a recipe for success. So I would strongly recommend looking towards outsourcing if, if you don't have uh, resources, at least at that level. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your book? Let's see. It's called Performance Partnerships, The Checkered Past, Changing Present and Exciting Future of Affiliate Marketing. Tell us a little bit about your book. You know, the motivation behind the book, we've, we've been running really high quality performance programs for years. I think Part of the issue with uh, the term affiliate marketing is that it's very misunderstood. People don't know what it is. Some people think it's just coupons. They don't understand that it's just this performance-based relationship. So I really wanted to sort of take an objective look at where the industry started, what what the goal was, which was this great kind of win-win concept, how that got derailed a little bit. Sort of own the history um, so we can move beyond it because we talked to a lot of people that were in one of these programs 10 years ago and it, it didn't leave a good taste in their mouth. But frankly, this is still a better model than most types of marketing where you pay someone and you may get no result. Um, so I, I really walk through some of the history, explain what it is, define the terms, and then get into this Gen 2 and what, how smart companies are starting to leverage this. And then into Gen 3 and performance partnerships, which are just a higher level definition of affiliate marketing that includes relationships that have a CPA payout. They have transparency. They have an ongoing relationship or partnership. And they have real-time tracking and payment, which I think every company would want to have more of those types of of relationships and you know there's themes emerging in the gen 3 programs which is more more control more branding uh, of the company's name, use of partner program. And then this concept that I call the Uberization of marketing or kind of marketplaces of marketing, which is as a company, it's a little bit like logo tournament. You know, you can go out there and get logos. I don't have to be great at everything. I can set up an affiliate program. I can set clear rules and conditions and brand standards, and I can go recruit entrepreneurial marketing partners that are really good at things that I'm not good at and give them a, a number uh, that I'm willing to pay for a customer. I can really in some ways, open up my marketing to marketing experts all around the world. 
you know, that's the same way that an Uber Airbnb of scale. They don't own the houses and cars. They create a marketplace. They make it safe for everyone to operate mm-hmm. in it. They have rules and they've been able to grow really fast because they're not constrained by the capital. Again, the constrained by the capital of building a big marketing team versus saying, look, I'll pay t- rather than hire or take the risk or whatever. I, I will pay 25% of every sale, you know, for someone else who knows what they're doing, takes all the risk, spends their money and wants to deliver me a customer. Uh, Robert, that sounds like a that sounds like a pretty powerful system. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge about affiliate marketing with us. So before I let you go, because I've taken all your time today, can you please take a couple minutes and tell people where to find you and how, how to find out more about you and maybe where to pick up that awesome book? Sure. Uh, you can visit the book website, which is www.performance-partnerships.com, or you can just Google Performance Partnerships and you'll find it. Uh, on there, you can download the first chapter for free, buy it. And if you have a program, we actually have a five-minute diagnostic test that will tell you how you're doing. You can also find me at our Acceleration Partners website or my personal website, which is Robert S. Glazer, G-L-A-Z-E-R.com. And I'm happy to respond to any outreach or questions or anything that is not a, not a sales pitch. So now you are an affiliate marketing professional, right? And you can have me to thank for that. Actually, no, you can thank Mr. Robert Glazer for that. But I think affiliate marketing is extremely powerful. Hopefully it got your brain a working so you know how to utilize a super powerful strategy to make your online marketing succeed. So thanks for listening in today. If you liked this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, make sure you either share it with a friend or, or if you're in the mood, you can hop out to iTunes and leave me a review and say, One Click Lindsay is an amazing host and... And her show is so super awesome and teaches me a lot. That would be really awesome. It really helps keep us going. If you can do one of those two things, we really appreciate you listening in on the podcast today. And I will see you guys next week.